Welcome to Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. Well, what a welcome we can have here today. I'd like to welcome everybody. My name is Ron Clayton. I'm the president of the Hope Collection, the sponsor of the Hope Show and the Optimize Your Life radio show on Blog Radio and 15 other platforms where we go to about 93 countries every day. And you are welcome to join us. It's a college talk show. And um, we are discussing today a very special topic. I think it's almost key. Our, our foundation has eight core pillars that we operate under. One's faith versus, you know, and obviously that's the cornerstone. Faith, family. Well, without family, you're pretty lonely. Faith, family, housing, education, the arts, health and wellness, and water and energy. We think that covers pretty much all areas of life, and we provide connections and services. Like an umbrella, we're a clearinghouse for helping people and become a resource for many to improve their lives. On Tuesday, we call it Travel Tuesday. And because I had the privilege of several years ago meeting a fellow and his wife, who I'd never met, lived in the, at that time lived out in snow country. I can't say it too loud. We have in Buffalo today. But he lived in Colorado. And uh, I was introduced by a mutual friend who had the same kind of faith-based foundation in his life as I do. And he said, hey, you ought to talk to this guy. Going down the road, he could possibly add some more dimension to your life and give you more resources. And Joel, again, my best friend, partner in business, uh, my spiritual guide for 40 years. So you might say he was somewhat influential in my life, but he said, meet this guy. This guy I'm going to introduce to you right now. He's my guy. And his name is Rick Reese. And I got to tell you, if you're going to have a guy, here he is. Folks, I don't know anybody that knows him that doesn't do everything they can to be around him, listen to what he shares and how he leads by example life that really exemplary for anybody. And I'm proud to call him friend and introduce you to him. His name is Rick, and his bride's name is Brenda. And they're best friends of ours today, and we travel together, and we hope you'll come join us. Well, welcome. How are you, Rick? Doing a fantastic no snow down in subtropical Charleston. <laughs> 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 we're loving it. We uh, we just got back from Omaha. 
Nebraska and uh, for Thanksgiving was there with my son. And of course they had snow. And I said, what is this white stuff? (laughs) (laughs) You know, how quickly we forget coming from Colorado, right? Moving to Charleston. (laughs) How quickly you forget. (laughs) It reminded me of you and Mary, you know, you know, Minnesota and Buffalo and all the snow that, I don't know if you got any snow yet, but um, is it snowing there in Buffalo? This morning I got up, I left my driveway, it was dry, it's cool, it's not freezing, but it's cool, and I got and I drove 25 miles south to what Orchard Park, that's where the Buffalo Bills play football, and it was ice. The road was all rutted. There was about four foot of snow on the side of the roads. They were clean, but the road was rough. And uh, we drove slowly, and I made it to my destination, which was therapy. And I've been going through pool therapy. And I'm really nice. proud to say I was evaluated. And by the way, I had a 35% improvement in my flexibility and my strength. And my, my balance and my strength is still low. But that's why I'm in therapy. And so we're making yes. progress uh, towards that. I'm happy to say what I'm doing is I'm getting ready because of the end of January. i got to go get some new struts. You know, you know how a truck, you have to keep those struts and the springs and the tire irons, all that stuff ready. Well, my left knee has uh, got to be fixed. So that's in January. And then I heard about this thing called medical travel. And what's that? Well, that's where you go and have your surgery, and then you recover, like in Cancun in February wow. or March. Guess what? After my surgery, guess where we're headed? And it just happens to be our anniversary, our 50th anniversary. And so we're gonna, I'm going to recover in Cancun. <laughs> Can't <Wow>. wait. <laughs> you talk about and medical so, tourism. Uh, people, that's that's another part. I mean, that's a huge part of travel is medical tourism. And uh, the big thing nowadays is mental health. So no. it includes. Mm-hmm. On top of that, we're going on this trip uh, because of a referral that you and I were chatting. I went and uh, took the same course you did. And I got approved, certified, to a company called Roundabout, get about, Roundabout. And I'm getting a little scooter, a electric scooter, that I'll be able to go all over the whole complex while I'm there. I have to wait for a card or anything, and I don't have to walk. So I'm picking one. Well, actually, i got to get two because Linda wants to ride with me. And uh, they only take one person, so... She's getting one, and we're going to be able to ride all over that park all day long, as much as we want. That's a huge complex. Riviera Maya. We're starting at the 7820. That's the latitude, if you want to find this place. Um, It's a resort complex that is rated more. So do you want a hard or soft pillow? (laughs) No, well, the kind. We get to pick out the kind of pillow we want. I mean, oh come on. I've never been treated like that anywhere. Bye. Even at Bye. home. <laughs> Even at home. Linda takes the the, the the hard pillow or the soft pillow. 
But you she married up. Feather. But yeah, you married I did. up. Yes, no, I did. You so married did you. up. <laughs> Listen to me. So did I. <laughs> hey, Rich, you so know top, really cool? Uh-huh. I found some paperwork that showed when you and I and Linda and Brenda got connected. And uh, oh, wow. a number of years ago, about six years ago, we had the opportunity based on a phone call. Hey, Ron, you know, you ought to talk to this guy. And a mutual friend, Joel Griffin, who we both knew for many, many years. I knew him for 40. And uh, we'd been business together. He was my spiritual mentor. And he says, you got to meet this guy. And I'm so thankful in our life that, you know, this is Thanksgiving weekend we just got off. And I'm so thankful and grateful that we met you and Brenda because our life is not been Likewise. And, you Likewise. know, what I know about that, we're just privileged. We're one of the more privileged because there's lots of people that pass you or you're around in your life and before, during, and now. And we were somebody that God just said, maybe you ought to listen to him. And then Joel said the same thing. But God, God said to me, I listen to him. And, you know, God sends people in our life, Rick, all the time. And you never know when they do respond to you or your call. Or your, you, you're like a magnet. And, um, you know, magnets attract they don't they don't push people away, they attract. And I, what I love is about the fact that I've picked up on a saying that I never used to say. I I'll tell you what I mean, I won't tell you what I used to say sometimes, but the saying is it's okay. Everything's all right, everything's gonna be okay. I find myself saying that in so many circumstances that much of my life I would have not said that. I would have been wrapped up in all kinds of convulsions and my stomach all turned around and I was worried about <laughs> what was going to happen. Uh, then, hear you. then you came into our lives and you, you demonstrated things happen. I mean, there was a bumper sticker a while back and it was, you know, stuff happens. That wasn't the word, but stuff happens. And, you know, it does. And we have to just be able to be flexible enough and stay steady, stay, you know, I believe that staying steady, there's another name for that, Rick. It's being, being, knowing that we're in the will of God in our life, and he's guiding us, he's leading us. And everything that's happening, because it's all part of the big plan that was there anyways. And I could choose to accept his plan and blessed, be blessed in it. Not perfect. Every life is not perfect by any means. But the blessings that come our way and the overcoming and the doors that keep opening over and over and over again confirm. They just confirm daily, you know, that that the scripture, you know, um, this I call to mind because of God's great love. His mercies never fail. They're renewed every day. Great is your faithfulness. That's Lamentations. It's my favorite. I have it. Linda made me a, a big framed picture over my bed. And she put a beautiful pay, uh, wall, wallpaper um, border around it that was the paisley that we had in our bedspread and the walls and all, you know, all the wallpaper, all the stuff. And it's around this picture, and it has that scripture on it. And I get up in the morning, the first thing I open my eyes, I look, and what do I see? 
I see that scripture. And it reminds me, as I'm talking on these shows and wherever we're at, Rick, it reminds me that no matter what happens, his mercies never, I never fall away from his mercies. I may walk away from him, and that's, and that's stupid, but I didn't do that. But every day, the mercies are still there for me. And they are for everybody. And my job is to let everybody know that. I'm part of the broadcast team, as you are. <laughs> and there's other people as we're going down the road. The greatest thing when we get connected, we get empowered. I like to say it this way. You can go and get all the ingredients to make a great cake. I'm into baking. You know, it's cookie time. When my wife has a annual cookie exchange a couple Sundays from now, I'll be a bunch of ladies in her house. I'll bring cookies, and they exchange a bunch of them, and I'll end up with some of everybody's. They're good. And all the people, all the gals that come and make their cookies, and they have a special treat and give a gift that they trade a Christmas ornament. It's all special. And they've been doing it for 25 years, so it's a pretty neat group program. Well, anyways, this whole thing about knowing that we're in God's love and his mercy is here for us, we can depend on that because he promised it. And I don't know of one promise that God hasn't made that he hasn't kept. Now, I might not have known what the, what the answer he gave me was what I thought it was going to be. But it's not like he didn't keep a promise. He just has something else in store. And I always find whatever he is in store three times better than what I had. <laughs> what do you think? I believe that's great. I love how you said his mercies are renewed every morning. You know, that's uh, that's never ending, you know, when you think about it. And then as you were talking, I was also just thinking how we can either choose to rest in his divine plan or struggle against it and believe that all things actually do work together for good to those who love the Lord and are called to his purpose. And and one of the things that is so, I believe, important is a lot of times we find ourselves struggling against the process of preparation. <laughs> yeah. And the things we go through, we grow through, are actually, if we look at it, preparing us for the things that we prayed for. And and are somehow connected in some way that we may not even see or know that we just have to trust, to trust and believe that although we're going growing through work together for my good. And so trust I'm excited. That's right. Trust and obey for there's no other way. And I'm excited to see how this thing so seemingly bad will work together for my good. That's a, there's an excitement in there. But what that does is instead of focusing on the thing bad, now you're focusing on how does this fit into my good and perspective. Everything is perspective, but it's a whole different perspective that gives you strength versus draining you. And um, I know when we're looking at the program for the uh, African-American Memorial 
that, um, you know, we put some major to do in the planning, and Joe did and, and others did, and uh, and it kind of fell through because we didn't know COVID was going to happen. <laughs> we didn't know all these things that was happening or was going to happen in our future. And when you think about it, many of the plans that were made would have fallen through anyway because of COVID. But we never got to that point of point of implementation, not knowing that COVID was going to happen. But God in his infinite wisdom, understanding that. So if I don't get totally upset trying to do something, you know, there's something maybe in it. I don't know. You know, since since I've I've surrendered to something bigger than myself, I can say, okay, because all things work together for good, and the things that I do, they just work. If it's not working, now I'm seeing and trusting, the trusting and obeying to follow the process, to, to, to rest, to rest, to choose to rest versus struggle, you know, to have peace knowing that I'm kept. You know, I actually, Brenda and I are actually kept. We're kept people. You know, like there's a kept woman, there's a kept man. We're kept by the power of the Spirit. And um, and in this place of being kept, we can trust that that the Lord knows what's going on. And so we're following a path. And we're following the path (laughs) uh, of least resistance. You know, most people, you know, in the world system follow the path of most resistance. They're like, oh, you're going to build endurance. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. But there's actually power in resting when you're looking at the upside-down kingdom of, of heaven where you can rest and have power versus human, you know, human effort, and you can't sustain that. That's unsustainable. And uh, But when you can rest and get instructions on the next specific step, what should I do? You know, knowing that he's not denying, you know, He's not denying whatever it is, so he wasn't denying us and all of our plans to do the uh, the memorial a monument. We weren't denied. He just says there's a better way. So can I trust him if I'm running into the resistance to know that, okay, maybe that's I'll, – I'll knock a couple of times just to see. <laughs> if the door doesn't open, okay, is there another way? Is there another way? And what happened, we didn't have to do all the work that we thought we had to do. You know, is it work over yet? No, it's not over yet. But, you know, to actually have the launch and the, you know, the whole thing that we were looking at doing, it happened. And it flowed so smoothly that we could have missed it if we didn't know. Now, we're going to, of course, do some more things, but that's life. Am I knocking too hard on a door that is not mine, you know, that is not to open? And thank God it doesn't open. <laughs> you know, and or can I identify another way? You know, and the thing is, you will actually, if you can, if you can surrender, you flow into the other way. You know, that's not a, 
I got to go on a Lewis Clark expedition to find it. Here it is. It came to us. You just flow into it. Wow. Wow. The the fulfillment of that whole program came to us. And people like... uh, It came to us. It came to us. And Kim, who was it? When we started that, I didn't even know Kim Wilkins. But, you know, an important success story that came out of that whole program on Memorial Day weekend, um, we had 40 people, 40 kids and adults and people from Minnesota were guests. And we had to get housing for them, put together, you know, motels and all the stuff and arrange transportation for them to come to the big celebration at the uh, Buffalo Naval Park. And then they got there and uh, something, uh, another special came along, door opened, and those kids, there, the scouts, were able to sleep on the USS Little Rock. What an honor and what a treat. More of a, on the on the uh, battleship, and then that morning when they got done, there's no restaurants. Where it's a it's a park, naval park, and there's a restaurant like a you know a gourmet restaurant there, but there's no there's some you know trucks, uh, ice cream cart and stuff, but there was nothing. What are they going to do to eat? There was nothing there. Well, a gal who you met through the show and we met, and now we have a business relationship and travel, and. Um, she turned around, and her and Victoria got together, and guess what? All those people were fed. Not only were they fed, they had a warm breakfast delivered to the ship. They had a bag lunch. They had um, a breakfast sandwich and croissants with ham and cheese and meat. They had snacks. They had juice bars. They had a little ring from the U.S. Navy. It was a U.S. Navy ring because it was, of course, the Navy shipyard. And uh, we had the uh, original Navy Top Gun speaker as a keynote speaker. The kids put American flags out, 7,300 flags put out on the park and the uh, memorial. And when Captain Len Kane spoke, they were there singing and doing the Pledge of Allegiance in front of 1,000 people. You know, that all came about because what I said at the beginning of the show, we learned that, that great lesson, that message from the Lord to us, that his mercies are renewed every day. I can't tell you for six years that we planned on it, that we didn't have some heartache in there. Things fell through. Things fell apart. Our keynote speaker, the first one, Colin Powell, General Colin Powell was going to come dedicate the program, the memorial. He died. COVID came. That got put off. Everything got put off. Couldn't do nothing. And in spite of all that, last May, thousand people down for the memorial that Len King gave his kindness club, kindness uh, campaign speech, talking about how do we help people. And Rick, I got to tell you, last night, um, I wasn't able to be on the um, Marketplace Ministries call because I was visiting with a group of wonderful, wonderful people that have uncovered a system, um, a, 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 they call it a tool. They, they, was, they got it down to pretty basic. But it's called Reboot. It's an organization. It's a faith-based. I mean, they don't, they're like us. They don't hide and try to be politically correct. They come right out and tell you, you better have faith in your life or you're going nowhere. 
I don't care how many programs you go through to try and get over your issues, problems, addictions, whatever. If if God isn't at the center, it ain't going to happen. You're fooling yourself. You're just spending more time. And what this organization did, I'm so proud that I was invited. Mary Stewart, Mary Stanley invited us because she graduated. She took, they have a course, a certification course. And Mary, who's on this call right now, was recognized. They had a scripture. They labeled, they picked out a special scripture for each person. I think there were seven people that graduated. And she was given her certificate of certification. And they all spoke about, every one of them, all the people that were involved in the course and interacted with Mary. And they were in their own individual training themselves. And they all spoke, not just highly, they weren't just complimentary. From their heart, from their spirit, they could share how Mary touched their life. Wow. She's on the call today. We want to acknowledge her. And, again, I do so. I know we're international in 92 countries today or so. Whoever's listening in, I want you to know our keynote board member who is gifted with so many different tools, she is an incredible mom. She has incredible children. They're autistic, but they're they're just wonderful, wonderful kids. I've my wife and I have adopted them. There, there's you know the dynamic duel. There's Luke Skywalker and Princess, and uh, we dedicate. But anyways, on the call last night, they, all these guys are talking about their wives. We're talking about Mary Stanley, and I was so proud as I am right now to be able to share with you how what she's done. And she, by the way, well, you say, well, why was she there? Well, why did she take advantage of this group she found called Reboot? Well, it's made up of a number of people who are military and or were. And I'm sorry, honey? Well, okay, Mary, why don't you tell us why you joined, why you found out about Reboot, rather than me. This is Mary Stanley. She's the gal I'm talking about. Hi, guys. You ever want to have a good Thanksgiving? We yeah. did. Congratulations on your your accomplishment here. That's a huge, Mary. Tell us about Reboot. Thank you. And um, what that means to so, you. So, um, Reboot is an organization, and it is faith-based, and they ha- offer free support. So, they break it down into different categories. So, the category that I was in this time around was for military for veterans or current members that are serving that struggle with post-traumatic stress syndrome or post, we call it post-war syndrome. And we use the Bible and we use quotes, we use faith to help overcome what we're struggling with. But the cool part is, is we break it down. So we take what we're struggling with in our minds and we take what we're struggling with in our bodies and we put them together and, you know, one of the biggest issues that a lot of us struggle with is false guilt. You know, things didn't work out. Somebody didn't make it. You know, we survived. You know, medics. You know, which is part where I struggled was if I would have gotten to this person faster, would he have lived? And we, we live with that wonder and that guilt that we didn't get there fast enough. And it helps, you know, we struggle with our faith. You know, why did God put us in this situation? If God was so great, why did he let this happen? And it helps break it all down and helps us understand, you know, it's okay. 
things happen. And how to be able to talk about forward. it, share your story. Yes. How 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 can this how will you use what you have now as grad as graduate going forward? So I am currently working with my local church and our town. We are creating a buddy Bible study program for law enforcement and um, military members, people who are in that first responder category that are going through Mm -hmm. trauma and don't have access to resources. Um, I created due to, and the reason I got into this whole rabbit hole is what I call it, into looking at more areas of training to deal with trauma was, you know, when I worked with one flag, or um, I'm sorry, um, the battle within, that got me thinking, okay, they are a beacon. What they do is they give resources to where people need help. Well, that's great, but the need is more than the resources that are available. And that's where mm. I came in and I created my own organization. And we've kind of converted a little bit to where it's more faith-based to help create support groups help train, help work with individuals who are going through trauma. Um, the new course I'm going to take is actually one of the guys there sent me to um, service ministry. Mm-hmm. And I'm going working on getting my chaplain certification. Oh, wow. Is there free training or is it all? Um... Um, to go through the, the course and to learn about it, and it's actually a requirement to get your certification. You can't just go find this compass, reboot, and go get a certification in trauma. You actually have to go through the courses itself, and the courses is free. And you end up in a phenomenal group of support. Is there a cost to the, and they really, the, the certification? This, after you do all that, the certification is $200. But the cost covers, it's $200 for the certifications itself to be able to be associated with Reboot, to be able to teach their courses. So can you teach, like, in the position that you are in now that you've gone through the training, you can offer uh, no-cost training to people because you're certified, or does anyone have to be certified? Nope. Um, I offer no-cost training. What we do offer is, like, a Goodwill donation that helps pay for, like, the Zoom. If you... If you can, you know, five bucks, whatever. But for the most part, we don't. It's all free. Because, you know, this is a lot of what we do, as you are a board member of HOPE as well, in working with this this population and beyond, you know, first responders as well and their families. So to be able to offer, especially for our team, that kind of training, I think that's a... How important is that in dealing with people who may be suffering from PTSD or any kind of right. post-traumatic stress? Is that important to go Excuse through this me. training that you have oh. now? Excuse me. With, with, can I, can I, I just believe, interrupt one second? I believe this organization, from what I've learned and I've been following and in the what I experienced last night meeting the actual members of these people who have gone through the certifications, that's so they can teach. The thing is, they were on the receiving oh, end of getting healed. See, there's two mm-hmm. sides of this. There's one where people can get the help they need, 
and be surrounded in an environment where they can make progress. And that's what the program is. I'm looking for a reboot for us to merge like we do with Golden Rule Society, merge our, we become a platform to promote it, to make it available to those who are looking for it. We we use we, we become Ron. that bus stop. Yes, ma'am. Yes and no. Um, so I what I've been doing because I finished one. I've, I what I did is I did the courses and the certification at the same time, and I've been working with them. We're actually adjusting and creating new programs that are coming out at the beginning of the year, and so through we can create our own version of reboot to teach and work with people for free. And here's the fun, the nice part about the course. So I've got my certification. I paid the 200 bucks. So now everybody that I certify under me that takes the, the course to do it will only cost them $25. So like oh, wow. if everybody in the whole collection wanted to do it, it costs a hundred bucks, but you have to take the free course first to learn about trauma. Cause they believe that one, you have to go through it yourself first and understand the little things, you know, the biggest misconception people have about, you know, uh, mili- for military is a lot of us went through trauma in our lives as a child, and we use the military to escape it, which compounds mm. the trauma that we go through in combat. And getting you to understand, you know, what you're going through in your body, your headaches, migraines, you know, lack of sleeping, all those things are signals for trauma and how so to be able to shut to them combat. up. No, no, a lot of, a lot of us had, up. you know, prior traumas. Yeah. Wow. That's the only reason why we divide it up into, into groups is because we don't, as and you, you understand this, Rick, as a military, some of the things we talk about, we don't like civilians who've never experienced that put their two cents in. Because right. there's no way they can understand what we went through. Yeah, you can't know if you don't know if you weren't there. That's true. And that's why we divide it up so that people in that, like, category, and we break it up even farther. So, you know, there's a form you fill out, and it's based on, you know, your military experience, what traumas you went through. So even the regular trauma group, we, you know, people that went through sexual assaults and things like that kind of get into a little group by themselves as opposed to people that grew up, you know, getting beat as a child. It's so that mm-hmm. you can build that bond and you end up in a very tight group with these guys. Well, I say guys because I was the only girl in the group. But um, to where you're talking to them all the time, even out of course. You know, something's going on. Mm-hmm. They are your support system. And you've That's got true. guys that have been in there 10 years ago when they first started that are still talking to your support system. So that's the one thing we try to push and emphasize is that these support systems are there for life. We are always there to help you. We're a phone call away. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what is the next step for that, working with the police? Um, the next step is um, we've, I've put together a general 
course for Bible study, and Reboot has a phenomenal program. I just wanted to tweak it a little bit and go into a little bit farther than what they go through because of my training compared to some of these people. And so um, we your, are going to start launching. Would you say for people sorry, that uh, want to, for people that want to do something to contact you, which your con- yes. contact you through, how do they get a hold of you? You can either call me or you can email me, and I'll put my information in the, in the link or in the thing. Um, my phone number is five zero seven three three eight three seven two five. And my email is one flag one life at gmail dot com. And I recommend anybody who's struggling to go through the course. It's free. And then from there you can decide your next step in life. Now my next step is getting my chaplain certification. Talk talk briefly the relationship of this program to suicide prevention. And the impact. This program has been one of the instrumental programs because it keeps adjusting. Um, they have access to other 1-800 numbers that they use, but for the most part, because most people, I, I'll give you an example. Um, one of the gentlemen that was in the group, and I have his permission to talk about him, um, Chris, you met him, Ron. He... Through the whole course, he struggled with the thought of suicide. He would send messages to us about he was just done because he struggled with everything in life. And by the end of the course, he struggled, but not as much. He wasn't using substance like he was. He, had, he wasn't alone. And that's the big problem with a lot of us when it comes to suicide is people don't realize that we – struggle with being alone. And it's more hmm. on the lines of having someone who understands what you're going through as opposed to, you know, your community around you. You know, it's the fact that we lose our identity. And that's one thing that we talk about a lot is your next purpose in life and how to find your next purpose in life. And starting... um Either next Monday or the Monday after, our reboot is opening up for the public to come if they want and we're, for our new Bible study course is a continuation on. And one the first things we're talking about is finding that next step, finding that purpose, and how faith helps you find that next purpose. You know, Rick, you talk about it all the time, following your path. I do. And that is the beginning, I believe, of, of everything. You can't you can't go to you can't go to a place if you don't know where you are, nor who you are, nor why you are. And so the beginning foundation, I, I believe, is so critical in everything. And that is, of course, what we talk about in marketplace ministry. Marketplace ministry is finding who you are, why you are, what you are, so that you can walk in a level of authority, you know, not even faith-based, but just finding your purpose and the reason you were born 
and, uh, and, and the gifts that you have and understanding that. A lot of people don't have that self, self-worth because they don't understand their purpose, their talent, their skill set, their gifting. And, um, and once you discover that, that becomes the basis of, of your self-worth, your identity, you know, we talk about, like you were saying, people lose their identity because when you've been in the military for, you know, 20 plus years or even shorter, you know, the whole purpose is to lose your identity. Yeah. Come one, to yeah. charge the mountain on command, not to think about it, but to go, to hate the enemy, to be able to kill the enemy, you know, and, you know, they don't understand that the whole intent of the military is for us to lose our identity. But when it's mm-hmm. over and it's time to get out the military, you, you know, you're so conditioned to be told. There's no one there to tell you. And so now all the different experiences kind of come to the surface of the things that you did when somebody directed you to do whatever it is or you found yourself in whatever experience. And because you don't have an identity you can't sort it. You can't even make put it into a perspective. So I believe that once you find out who you are and your purpose, you know, and your identity, then you're able to make sense of the world around you. And um and until you do that and so yes, in the market one of the first steps. You know, and is, even even, you know, you like about experiences. Having so many different experiences and so many different adventures, I guess is a way to put it. So I try to put a positive spin on it. <laughs> you have a hard time focusing on one avenue and which way to go. You, you know, and your hand's everywhere trying to figure out where to go. Because you, I can do this and I can do this and I can, you know. And so that's why in the marketplace ministry we say the importance of identifying the importance of your purpose and the vision of your future. Because if you don't have the importance of your purpose or the purpose period, you can't make current decisions on what's getting you to your vision. But once you understand, okay, this is my purpose, this is my gift, these are my talents and my skills, this is the vision of the direction of where I'm going, now I can look at everything that comes my, into my path. I understand the friends who I can be, who I should friend that will help me accomplish the books that I read, the classes that I take. You know, that direction alone allows me to make sense of the things that, all the experiences that come into my path. What happens is people don't know what that is. And so we're people of talents and skills. We can do any and everything. But once we do any and everything, we get accomplished nothing. (laughs) But once we understand and put it in the context of our purpose, this is my purpose in life. These are the gifts, talents, and skills that I have to accomplish my purpose. And I am laser focused on doing that. And where the marketplace ministry piece comes in, This is the business tool that aligns with what I like to do, my passion and my purpose is what I would like to do. 
But the great thing about whatever that business tool, and we talk travel on Tuesday, but it's any any business, you know, that's your business. This is the tool that I'm using that has relevance in this world system to create wealth, right? You know, that I can now use this wealth to fund my purpose, to walk in my purpose, to keep going in my direction. This is the business tool that I use. So I'm not off trying to just totally focus on the business, you know, at the expense of walking in my purpose. No, I'm walking in my purpose, and this is the business tool I'm using to accomplish it. In that context, that's marketplace ministry, using business to fund your walk for time and financial freedom to walk out the purpose, the reason you were born. And so, but the foundation is, like we're saying, is understanding what that is. Because if you don't even understand the purpose and your reason, now you're, you're off in business land that doesn't satisfy. <laughs> you know, it doesn't hit that <clears throat> of accomplishment. You, you're just off doing business. Now, even if you make a lot of money, that's why people are still so empty. It's all about your purpose. Thank you, Ryan. Amen. Amen. Hey, Bob, how are you today? I'm doing great, Ronnie. I, I, uh, some interesting uh, information has been uh, uh, been given out here today on this program, and it's uh, it's wonderful. I know anybody that's listening, um, I would highly recommend to them to uh, to come back to the show again another day. Uh, you know, we're broadcast five days a week. Six days a week, I guess, if you call it. And um, but I, I, I would recommend that there's so much good information being given out and, on these programs that people can use in their lives and help them to move forward in their life and have a better life with for themselves and their families and for their friends. So I would highly recommend it. And I uh, uh, would ask people that if they've, they've seen something that's uh, interested. Uh, interested them today on this program, I would I would certainly say uh, find out more information. Come back and, and listen again and, and ask questions and and join us because uh, that's how we learn and that's how we can we can expand the vision that the good Lord has given us. Uh, we can expand the plan that He's got for us and and um, because I per- personally believe that uh, He's totally in control. And uh, so we just have to find out what he wants us to do. We have to determine that through our spiritual growth and, and, uh, and then move forward. So uh, that's that'll some of my comments. That'll preach right there. <laughs> hey, Bob, that'll preach right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, some good, that's some good word there. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you, Rick, and, uh, and thank you, Ronnie, and thank you, uh, Mary, for all the wonderful things you guys are doing to help people. It's just, it's just, uh, it's just wonderful, and we we appreciate you so much. God bless you both, all three of you. And well, travel and talking travel, Travel Tuesday, as a business tool. That has been the tool that that, of course, Brenda and I have been using. You know, to follow Ron and Linda around the world. (laughs) (laughs) 
Every time they turn, they look up, they see, hey, Ron! Brenda and I, hey, Ron, Linda! <laughs> to dance in the moonlight and uh, and to go where a few people go after COVID, before COVID, well, after COVID, in Mexico. And But that has been, travel has been the tool to create time and financial freedom. Looking, you know, and understanding my purpose. My purpose is community and serving. And my gifts are communication, bringing people together. I'm a professional connector. And I need it to be freed up, you know, to serve and build community. And, uh, and so travel was the tool that allowed me to do that, to get time and financial freedom so that I can be free to focus on my purpose. And that became the basis for the marketplace ministry. As we had mentioned a little earlier, helping people identify what's your, what's your purpose? You know, what's your gifts? What's your skill? What's the business tool that you can use to create wealth? to free you up to accomplish it. That makes sense to me. And uh and it's not it's not it's not easy to just focus on business for business sake because I think that's PTSD, burnout. <laughs> you know, after a while it's like, oh my gosh, I am so tired. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of people. I'm tired of you know and, and but that's what that leads to outside of doing it under the under the understanding of your purpose and your vision. You understand your purpose and your vision, even if you're in a desert and I got no water, but I know that if I can just make it to the next outpost, I can see it, I can see the water. That vision alone <laughs> gives you life. That vision I was listening, I was reading one book and was just talking about this is pretty interesting as we wrap up the program. Uh, how how this 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 couple uh, actually this gentleman was in this barn and uh, and and he thought he was suffocating because it was like airtight in this barn and it was at night and so he's crawling around and he's thinking he's near death from suffocation because the windows are so you know tight in this barn and he's running out of air. And he's crawling around in the dark like he's about ready to die. And then he comes and he's feeling his way and he comes to this pain glass that he feels. And he gets something and he cracks it. And he puts his nose up to, you know, the cracked pain and he's just breathing. Finally, I got air. Only to find out in the morning that it was a book sh- a bookcase. <laughs> You know, inside the inside the barn, he wasn't even outside. But his mind, his mind told him, unless he cracked it and he was breathing through, that now you've got oxygen. And and he didn't even know that it was a bookshelf, a bookcase within the barn. The power of our mind, the power of understanding our purpose, the power of understanding a vision. You know, that sustains you. That gives you life. You can go across the desert with, wow, without water, you know, because of the, the vision. And see, and that's what we've got to do for our military folks uh, suffering from PTSD. 
We have to ignite the vision, the purpose, the direction. Once you understand where you're going, now everything becomes, as you mentioned, Mary, an adventure, a journey to get you there. Over to you, Ron. You know, I'm going to interrupt one quick second. For people who don't serve, the easiest way I've found to explain this, and I think you might agree with me on this, a lot of these career military start when they're 17, 18 years old, and they get out in their 40s, 30s, and 40s. So they may be in a 40-year-old body, but they didn't have all them life experiences that the average kid gets. They don't get to go out and dye their hair or get a piercing or do it. So it's like a 40-year-old and a 20-year-old body learning the real world for the first time. So true. Because people don't realize how regulated you are off base as you are on base, from the clothes you wear to the way your hair looks to what you do and what even like a side job has to be approved and, you know, so you don't get, even when you have your freedom, you don't have your freedom until you're completely out. Wow, that's so true. Absolutely. And now you're, you've, you've transitioned out of the military. What do you even do? What do you wear? Without being told. What do you wear? How do you speak? You know, how do you even talk? You know, military has a language. We have a language. Mary, that's why I understand you. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a language. There's a tone. There's, a, there's an inflection. There's an understanding. There's that whole thing there that, that's happening behind the scenes, and that's just from a common culture, a common experience. You couldn't even put your finger on it nor explain it. You know, you have one military person talk to another military person, and they're talking a whole different language. Well, one thing that's common, that's common with everybody, is when someone's been in the military and they come out and they're dealing with where they're at, and a person that never got in the military but never got got um, anchored in a mission. Whole different is what difference here, folks, for everybody is what is your sense of mission? And when you uncover it as you deal with different issues that you may be carrying, as some people call it baggage, there's lots of names for it. But when you discover it and then you're in an environment that encourages resolving if there is an issue, resolving it, and you have an environment to do that in that isn't prosecutive. It doesn't create any damnation that encourages growth and experience a joy and fulfillment. And like Reboot does that as good as anything I've ever seen. I'm so excited. I was talking to Tim, the leader last night that ran the program last night. I look forward to our organizations teaming up because what they do is they they're like they got all the customers, but then they only have some service. They need they need more customers so they can get more people trained so they can help more people. So it it really follows. There's a lead in all of this, having a mission. 
And folks, what we're doing here and today, you know, today, well, how does this, what does this have to do with travel today? It has everything to do with travel because we're traveling our life. And when you have Ooh. this part of it that you get a solution that can open doors, you can change the course, that can create fulfillment and joy. We are empowering people like we never, and now we have another way to do that at a greater level, greater depth, and share and, and share, and, you know, the pie of prosperity, whether it's spiritual, physical, social, financial, the pie grows. It's all creativity. It's God's plan for growth. His his plan is not anything about scarcity, scarcity of love, scarcity of uh, anything. His abundance right. is what he wants to promote, and that's what we one do. Of the things that, one of the things that really, absolutely, one of the things that attracted me to the Hope Collection, even as a military guy, even beyond not even thinking about that, was, was love for people uh, that we have, paying it forward, Service and faith, and of course all the pillars, but service and faith, and the desire to serve others, and uh, and of course with that being faith based, and I'm thinking Bob was just talking about as well, but that's the hope collection, that's who we are, and then like I love how you're saying it because it's so true, customers, we can provide reboot access to customers are people not just customers but people that may need their service and of course now we've got mary who is certified if we wanted to do anything as we do i mean our whole mission in hope is really veterans and that are getting out people that have gotten out the military first responders and their families that's our mission and so what mary is doing she's actually become that person that can certify us even to have an even greater understanding of the people behind the mission <laughs> you know, that we're reaching out to. And, uh, and I think, I think that's important. And so Mary, I would totally support, you know, whatever you can do or the $25 program that you can put together <laughs> for us to have a better understanding. And we can open that, that up to people on the call who want to know, know more well, about it. We are actually, I'm in the process, um, me and you met James, Ron, coming up, we're going to launch our, a version of this into a radio show in breaking down trauma to the root levels. And it'll be a series of shows based off of Reboot and about the new program and how to help you. Amen. We're still putting it all together. Please. This is Travel Tuesday. We gotta say something. Travel now. Travel is well, a band aid. Well, here's Travel Tuesday for you, Rick. I just got an email from all the guys. Ready to get busy? The guys are all coming from all over the country that were in the group with me to Buffalo for Memorial Day. Oh, nice, Ron. That's so you're gonna have to help <laughs> coordinate. <laughs> So Mary, you are like the most experienced person on this call, getting 30 people from Minnesota <laughs> to Buffalo fed and getting them back, and you still have your right mind. 
I didn't have you the right mind to start with. Crazy. Huh? I didn't have What'd the right say? mind to come with. I just when I left the military, <laughs> I was military deemed sane, not civilian deemed sane. <laughs> but you did some really good things. Travel is a band aid. I mean, I could go on a cruise and I totally forget about everyday life. But when I come back, you know, that's what the problem is with, and not for me, but for people that we say that are suffering from whatever it is, they can go on a trip and totally forget, but that it could be because they go to a place, you know, in their mind. I mean, just relaxation and prayer and all that. But when they come back and they're reinserted in their environment, you know, the quote-unquote demons come back, whatever. And uh, But travel is that that temporary thing that can take people away from their current situation. We have to figure out how do we keep them in that state. And uh, I guess like they say, travel is akin to prayer. The state that you are in in travel is the same state you are in when you pray. I guess it comes back to faith. Defaults mm-hmm. to faith. Over to you, Ryan. Absolutely. Well, wow, I think today's program had a, an extreme impact on a number of people that have already contacted me. And what, what Mary just shared with us, I think is just incredible. And it just goes it goes to show, guys, that we can make a difference. We can make this a better world following Len Kane and Burl Waltz, you know, byline and go by all the time. And that's what our object is helping others by helping them help others. And we multiply the good. And we multiply the good is how we light the room up when it's a dark room. And, guys, we have a lot of dark rooms around. So let's make them bright and light. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Tomorrow is um, uh, Health Day with uh, Beth, I believe. And uh, Thursday is Family Day with Bob Oakley. And Friday is a salute to uh, Captain Len Kane. And um, his being Top Gun and nominee for go, um, uh, the uh, nomination for the uh, Nobel Peace Prize five times, you'll be able to meet him. And so the word, get the word out and come on back and bring a friend. It's important. If we bring friends to the show, we grow. When we grow, we're going to make a difference to more people. That's our goal. So thank you so much. Appreciate every single person that's been on the call today or listening in what other platform you're hearing our show from. Thank you. Thank you, Connie. And thank you, Rick. And thank you, Mary. You guys are tremendous. God bless you all. Amen. Amen. Bye now. Bye. I'm trying to close the show down. Ronnie, you're still there. <laughs>